Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, we are back live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. And this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends out at Guns and Gear, a little Madison County influence on the show today. So uh, how about we talk about one of our Madison County sponsors out there, Guns and Gear. They sponsor our text line. We do appreciate that. Hey, look, man, I've got my Facebook pulled up right now. I always tell you guys, you need to go follow them on Facebook to find out the deals of the day. Now, they're closed on Mondays, but you can save your patience and go see them tomorrow. You can shop them online in the meantime at gunsandgearms.com. But just some of their most recent deals of the day. I had a Ruger American Predator American Predator 308. It's uh, matte blued. It's new, and it was four ninety nine. That sounds like a heck of a deal to me. How about this one? How about this Anderson AM15? It looks like, I guess that's an AR-15. Uh, $599. I mean, you can get a nice AR-15 with some custom accessories for $599. That sounds like a good deal. You can find more of those online at Guns and Gear ms.com and again go follow them on facebook guns and gear the home of no limit ammo but hey they're more than just a gun store they got all your accessories they take care of your seracoding and gunsmithing needs also and just like me out at ellis autoplex buying cars they'll buy your gun why go to a pawn shop when you can go to a gun shop go see them at guns and gear located right there at 51 north in gluckstadt right next to the all-new booze smokehouse barbecue i never missed the opportunity to mention good barbecue Never. Now you can get a go get a good barbecue and a gun out there. What the hell goes better together than guns and barbecue? I don't. I can't think of anything. So check them out. Guns and Gear MS dot com. All right, in the studio, he's running for constable with District Three. Yes, sir. It's Taco Johnson. Do you have a Do you have a, a real name or is it just Taco? Well, it's Richard Taco Johnson, but uh, a lot of people know me as Taco. Um, jobs that i've had in the past they have to do a background check on you and so when they would go to my hometown they'd say i'd come back and report to my office and on the office placard it'd say richard it'd say richard taco johnson on the door and uh and i'd be like i can't ever get rid of this uh this nickname and they're (laughs) like well we went to your hometown talked to your childhood friends and we were asking about richard johnson and they're like oh oh you mean taco (laughs) and uh they said we realized real quick that not many people know richard johnson but everybody knows taco well i grew up with a taco also his name's shane but but everybody called him taco so it's it's kind of funny to meet another taco further along in life so, well, speaking of your hometown, where is that? It's Canton. Uh, the first part of my life, up until about 13, I lived in the city of Madison, and then uh, we moved to Canton. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was a highest Cantonian for a long time, Jackson, and moved out to Rankin County about two years ago. So, I get it. You know, you've got to move around a little bit. Where do you stay at now? I stay at Lake Caroline. Lake Caroline? Well, they got some stuff going on out there. Um, <clears throat> well, We will avoid that landmine for you today. So, look, you're running for constable. Tell folks about yourself. Well, I'm a 
25 year full-time law enforcement career um I knew at an early age that I wanted to get in law enforcement. So when I graduated from high school, I went to Delta State University, got a Bachelor of Science in Criminal Justice degree, and uh, I have been in law enforcement since then. Um, started off at the Madison County Sheriff's Department. I served there for about nine years. Uh, I've also been a conservation officer with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and I'm currently a senior investigator with the Mississippi Attorney General's Office, where I've been for the last 14 years. Good folks over there, man. Good folks. Um, so what made you run for constable? What, what, what do you think you bring to the table there that, uh, that, that, will, that people should vote for you? Well, I've thought about it in the past, but I never wanted to uh, run against a fellow incumbent, a uh, fellow law enforcement officer, rather. Um, and when Will Weisenberger, the, the constable of District 3, decided to retire in the middle of a term, um, I really started thinking, and uh, I said, this is, this is the time for me to run. And uh, I've, got my, I've got 25 years in. I've done a little bit of everything in my career. And, uh, and with the seat coming available, um, I checked with my work and, and got all my ducks in a row to make sure that, uh, that I would be allowed to run for constable. And, uh, and so I signed up, um, I, uh, I've dedicated my whole life to law enforcement and I have, um, like I said, I've worked violations from, traffic to game and fish to bank robberies narcotics kidnappings and violent crimes against children and that's actually what i specialize in now uh, i've rescued children all over the world from right here in madison county and as far away as the philippines but i'm kind of on the back end of my career uh i'd like to work another 12 years or so but i want to focus uh my efforts to madison county the county that I grew up in and raised my children in and the county that I'm going to retire in. So if I can come back and join forces with uh, uh, law enforcement here, bring my expertise and experience back here and work with them, um, I, I think it's where I'm better suited, and I will serve Madison County well. Well, it brings you brings your career full circle too, right? You know, yes, back, sir. Kind of back to Madison County, I, folks. You know, Chip Matthews talks about this a lot. He's always running for something out there in Canton. You know, folks, folks need to run where they live. You know, run for something. You know, and you need you need folks who are local, who grew up, who know the area, who know the people. More importantly, I guess that's what I mean by know the area. You know the people. You know you know the minutia of everything who runs with who, all that type of stuff. You, you need local folks running for these local positions, you know, especially folks that are born and raised in these areas. And I, that's important to me. And I, I, I'm not saying folks that moved from here can't eventually run for something over here, but it just, it just means more. Like me, for instance, grew up born and raised in Jackson. I ain't winning nothing in Jackson. It ain't happening. The demographics just don't set out like that no more. I, I, can't, go run, I can't go run against somebody in Rankin County for something just because I want to do something. You know, it, it, it wouldn't be fair. But I, I like it that somebody from Madison County wants to do something for Madison County. I mean, you've got the support of the sheriff sitting here. I mean, yeah, so and that, that, I think that says all we need to know. I uh, have had the opportunity to work. Uh, of course, he was elected sheriff after I left, but uh, we were at the sheriff's department at the same time. He was a captain at the sheriff's department when I was working there. So he knows my work ethic and, uh, and you know, I, I'm not a politician. I'm a career law enforcement officer, so it's hard for me to 
to toot my own horn because I I got in this profession to make a difference. I got in this profession to serve and protect. I didn't get in this profession to get a pat on the back. And so, but now that I'm running for a position, I have to let people know uh, some of the things that I've done. And, uh, and every job I've ever had, I have excelled in it. I have, when I was at the sheriff's department, uh, I got Metro Cop of the Year. 2007 i got uh the mothers against drunk driving uh officer of the year award uh 2007 game and fish i i was uh selected as the uh const i mean the uh conservation officer of the year uh for my district and put up for the um for the statewide that was the first year that i was employed with them with uh, the job I'm in now, I've gotten the uh, Victims Assistance Award that was handed to me from the uh, Department of Justice for rescuing victims. And uh, and so I've done great things in every job I've ever had, and I will continue to do the same thing as Constable. If people elect me, they're going to hear positive and good things about me. Yeah. Do, do you have a website or anything set up, a Facebook page people can go to and it's got more information about you? Yes, I do. Uh, it's... Uh, Richard, it, well, I have a Facebook page. It's uh, elect Richard Johnson Constable. Elect Richard Johnson Constable. All right, look, uh, Sheriff, what made you decide to get behind Taco here? It sounds like you just said it all, but uh, <laughs> you know, but you, you've been you've been adamantly uh, supporting Taco here in his run for Constable. What what makes you so comfortable with that? Listening to his uh, credentials, mate, I kind of feel inferior. <laughs> but uh, no, I've I've known. Uh, I've known Taco. I've known Richard. I call him Taco. He's a long-time friend of mine since we were little. Uh, I, I, I watched him through high school, through his young adult life, and into his professional career uh, at the Sheriff's Department. He, he's right. He, uh, he's not a, a self-bragging type person. He, he's one of those calmly goes about his job type guys, and he excels at it. He's uh, uh, been a, a leader. He's, he's very calm, very rational. Uh, makes good decisions, so uh, it was easy for me uh, when he he came to me and told me he wanted to run, and I, I'll be honest with you, I, I encouraged him. Uh, I thought it was a great idea. We need people like uh, Richard and uh, or Taco to, to run for office. It, it's tough to get people to run for office. You know, they don't want to be out here and be subjected to the political badgering and all the, the baloney that goes along with it, and, and he told you he's not a politician, and and I tell you the same thing about me, but uh, knowing his character, knowing the family that he comes from, you know, I, I knew them well, knew his mother and father. Uh, they're, they're just good people. He just checks all the boxes for me. And he's moved steadily up in his career, so I'm not the only one with that viewpoint. I think anybody that he's worked for has seen that progression in him and promoted him based on that. Uh, so it, it was an easy choice for me. Plus, he's he's one of my best friends, so... Uh, I'm going to support him, stand behind him, and, and, and push him as hard as I can, uh, and, and we're going to get it done. I like it. Is, just to be 100% clear, is Taco on the ballot? Is you, see, if we, we, keep, we keep saying Taco. I want to make sure that, uh, that they'll see that on the ballot, right? It is. It's, it's Richard Taco Johnson and uh, on the ballot, and, and I, I have to give the sheriff uh, <laughs> credit for that because – when I was talking to him and uh, and telling him concerns and thoughts that I had about running, and uh, 
he looked at me and he said, uh, I got to give you some advice. And I said, I'm sitting here waiting. I was like, what? He said, you got to put Taco on the ballot. Richard Taco Johnson. So I did. And it's on the uh, signs. It's got to be on the ballot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, it just it's helps, it's helps stand you apart. You know, Taco's easy to remember. I'm terrible with names. I love tacos. <laughs> like like most people. We plan on making August eight Taco Tuesday. I was just supposed to say I was just supposed to say, Boy, y'all are leaving y'all are leaving a good one on the table if you don't. I was gonna say the elections are on Tuesdays, Taco Oh yeah, it's that's oh, yeah. a money shot right there. All right, look, let's take a break, come back here, we've got to have more with uh Madison County Constable candidate Taco Johnson and we got Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker here in the studio. The Guns and Gear text line. If you got any questions for the guys, let me know. 769-241-1944. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. I've got here in the studio with me, I've got Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker and Hi, uh, County. Madison County Constable Candidate Richard Taco Johnson sitting here with me. And guys, we got a text from uh, you got you got some support from a good buddy of mine here. He gave me permission permission to read this on the air. Brad Sullivan's a big fan. You know, he just he just says, "Man, uh, to the sheriff, the man you're talking to is the best candidate." Run- well, I'm sorry to, to, about you. He said, "The man you're talking to is the best candidate running. I know him personally." And I know for sure he will actually work his district and do what he is supposed to do. And he uh, also said that he would much rather have a guy that's a certified police officer and wants to help people and loves law enforcement. You know, talking about yourself. And, of course, he rave reviews on the sheriff as well. He said the sheriff's department has stood by him throughout his whole incident since day one. So uh, an endorsement by Brad is enough for me. Well, uh, and the sheriff, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, but Brad's a buddy of mine, man. I've seen what he's been through. And uh, done some business with him, hearing some stuff here lately, and had a chance to spend some time with him. And boy, I tell you what, that guy's gone through has been nothing short of a of, of a miracle. But <clears throat> uh, all right, Taco, oh, what else you want to hit here? What, what uh, tell me this? I, I, I'm I'm a little ignorant. What is that, other than serve warrants? What what all does a constable do? Well, Madison County is divided into four judicial districts, so there's four justice court judges. And for each just each judicial district, there's a judge and a constable. So the way Madison County does it, the uh, the judges rotate court weekly. District one has it week one, district two, week two, district three, week three. So week three, the constable will be in court with the with the district three judge, um, handing down the judgments and serving all criminal and civil papers. He acts as the bailiff in court. But in addition to that, he has full uh, law enforcement authority, uh, can make traffic stops, uh, make arrests, uh, kind of like same powers of a deputy sheriff. Interesting. So it definitely does have a uh, – you definitely do want a former law enforcement – or not former, but law enforcement in that position. It would just make most sense if you're going to sit out there and, and, be, and have the ability to be a cop. You should have gone through the same training that an officer has gone through. Yes, sir. Uh, I have, you know, like I said, throughout the 25-year career, I have uh, been uh, patrolled the streets of Madison County uh, for nine years. I answered calls, domestics, uh, work traffic, uh, and, and that's the same thing I'll be doing. Uh, as a deputy sheriff, you you run all of your um, cases through 
they start off in justice court and uh all misdemeanors go through justice court and so i'm familiar with uh the, the madison county justice court system and uh and it'd be it, it's like home to me but it is home to you yes sir well madison county it is well i mean it, it helps to know folks out there i mean i just think that the, the more people you just want it to flow better and the, the more people who know each other it's not this awkward deal you have a, obviously have an open line of communication with the sheriff i mean it's only going to make things work better in my opinion that's correct um and you know what i bring to the table is my i've got a wealth of knowledge in law enforcement in all aspects of it and how great would it be to have a constable that can not only serve the papers in a timely manner act as the bailiff but in addition to that can i rescued 20 children uh, approximately 20 children last year uh victims of child predators i educated over 1600 um parents children and teachers on internet safety i'm i want to continue to do that and uh in, in addition to my um constable duties i can continue to be present in the schools in uniform and and uh tell the children about internet safety and and i can continue to work some of these cases in conjunction with the sheriff's department you know i'm glad you brought this internet safety thing up with kids uh, you know my, my daughters are a little grown now and in their 20s anyway not, they'll never be grown but um but i was at a party the other night and something got brought up again about this like sexploitation blackmail stuff that's going on. Uh, unfortunately, a kid committed suicide up in Starkville last year, this year on it, here recently. And I, was, and I think there were two kids at this party I was at, or their parents were there, something or another. But the same thing had happened to them. Now, they didn't, it didn't end as tragically. But th- this, there's a, there, man, what our kids are, are, are going through. And I know there's a big fuss of hubbub about um, this age verification thing on the internet and Pornhub and these sites closing Mississippi out. Well, good riddance. You know, but that, that, this child, this this exploitation, I call it sexploitation stuff, it, uh, sex trafficking, all of this stuff. This is real, and this is going on right here in our hometowns. It is. It's it's sextortion, yeah. and um and yes, I'm familiar with the case that you're referring to, uh, and I have, uh, we and when I say I've rescued uh approximately twenty children this past year, that is ones that were being victimized. That's not counting. Uh, all of the other cases that we, as in um, a task force I'm on, uh, the other investigators, attorney general, everybody, we we have a lot of these extortion cases that come in, and and they haven't been victimized yet, or they're trying to victimize them, trying to get them, but these children have been educated and they know what to do, and um and and that's get up get in touch with us and uh tell their parents tell their school or whoever and uh and so i'm not even counting the cases that we have worked where there we were we prevented the child from being victimized i mean look i know a personal story of a, a friend of mine whose daughter was in there on the internet and you know 14 15 years old and maybe sent a picture she probably didn't need to send or, or whatever and now the guy's like they're gonna send me some money or i'm gonna tell your parents you know, and she ran in there crying. She 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 snitched on herself, you know, because she was so worried or whatever. But man, this is real. This isn't a boogeyman. This is real. It, 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 it's happening out there. So to know that you're going to still participate, you know, you don't want to take. You know, I'm in the car sales business. 
It, you hate to pull your best salesman off the floor and make him a manager. You know, you don't want to pull your best your your, your best cop off the field to make him a boss or a, a constable and, and lose what he brings to the table every day. So the fact that you're still going to be boots on ground working on that, I think, really, really says a lot. Yes, sir. It's important to me. Uh, you know, like I said, I grew up here, raised my family here, and I'm going to retire here. So the safety of this community is uh, top priority. And uh, what better sheriff's department could I ask to be able to work with? <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, look, let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back. We, we'll have uh, we got Taco Johnson and Randy Tucker here in the studio with us till the top of the hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show on one hundred three point nine FM, WYAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here on one hundred three point nine FM, WYAB. I'm joined here in the studio by. He's running for constable, District 3 in Madison County. It's Richard Taco Johnson, and we've got the Madison County Sheriff, Randy Tucker, here in the studio with us as well. And all there, I was asking Taco, I said, man, you know, being in law enforcement as long as you have, do, do you have any stories that really stick out, any cases that you uh, were a part of that really stuck out? And you said there was one you would tell us about, so I'm just going to kind of pass it over to you. Well, first I'd like to um, start off with, you know, in this profession, we're subject to get called out at any time. Um, and uh, this is not the particular case I was thinking of. I just want to share this with That's you. That's fine. Um, I got called out. I, I've got. Um, when you I'm say a, called out, you mean to a to kidnapping a, to a scene, okay. like a, a kidnapping uh, or a, a child in imminent danger. Uh, we as soon as if, if we get word that that's happening, then we have to go. Well, this there was a, and I'm a I'm a single dad. Uh, I've got two daughters. Both of them live with me, and um, and so when they were younger, before they could stay by themselves, uh, of course, I've got great family. Um, my mom was actually in Memphis, and I had to call her at two o'clock one morning, and she drove back because I said, "Look, I we've." got a potential kidnapping i'm gonna have to uh be i'm starting to do things that i can from the house here but i'm gonna have to eventually leave the house she drove back to be with my children while i got called out but anyway one father's day my children were old enough to be by themselves and uh they were cooking dinner and uh gonna have a good father's day for me and i got that phone call that i had to go well i looked at my i mean i'm sitting down about ready to eat and I looked at the girls and I said, girls, I, I've got to go. And uh, I said, I'm so sorry, but can we do this? And they're like, Dad, don't worry about it. Look, if we were missing, we would want you looking for us. That family needs you. And so when I came back, they had gotten me a little uh, uh, a little plaque, uh, not a plaque, but a little picture frame that said, "You, we will always be your daughter and you will always be our hero and that that father's day i have never forgotten you know just because they they were they were so good they understood and uh and and that's what families have to deal with with career law enforcement officers but anyway the case that i was referencing uh i had a guy that was a career military um uh he, he made his career in the military. He served most of his time in the Philippines. And uh, I was able to um, 
to see that he was uh, sharing and trading uh, child sexual abuse material. And uh, we, I got a search warrant. We executed a search warrant on his residence and were able, we did a preview of computers and were able to see that a child in the residence was being victimized. And um, anyway, I ended up rescuing about five different children. And uh, and that individual got 160 years in prison. He wasn't just trading; he was producing. He he was he was a producer. But we used that tool to get in the residence, uh, and you know, a lot of times without sharing too much information, uh, there's certain things that that we can look at and and make a determination if the probability of them producing is higher or lower let's see if they're just a share or trader or if they have the potential to produce yeah, they're an uploader yeah stuff like that nature oh man that's that's something else 100 how many years 160 years and that was here in mississippi obviously yes sir you know I, the as these cases pop up here and there on the news and you see the you see the people who commit these heinous crimes they look just like us. I mean, it, it's not like what a movie would portray somebody, you know, they all, all don't have tattoos on their faces and, you know, look like, quote unquote, criminals. It is every, it's actually, it's the guy next door. It's the guy that sits next to you in church. You just, you literally never know with these cases. You have to, you have to eliminate any stereotypes you might have and, you know, follow the evidence and stuff That's like exactly that. right. There, there is no, there is not a profile for this person. In in my experience of working these cases for the last 14 years, I have been in a um, $5,000 house doing a search warrant in the morning, and then that afternoon in a $5 million house doing a search warrant that afternoon. I've arrested uh, from doctors to police officers, all people from all walks of life. I mean, you just, like you said, you follow the evidence and... uh one that comes to mind this is a national thing not local but just talk about you just never know look at the the btk killer uh there in kansas that guy was a was a deacon in his church right you know did not look like what i visioned a serial killer looking like i mean i don't know what i visioned one looking like but it wasn't (laughs) but it wasn't him you know you you just never know what we're evil what's inside men and you like say you got to follow the evidence i think what you guys do is phenomenal i i got some some buddies of mine that they go and uh do like it's basically missionary work where they, they they'll go into these um, sex traffic hotspots, and they'll try to kind of rescue these girls or kids or whatever from from these sex rings and all that stuff. A little bit different than that, but I, I just I highly commend it, man. It, you know, we need people out there that want to do this. And Sheriff and I were talking during the first hour. Oh, I, you, I think you were sitting over there towards the end. I said, you know, law enforcement, what what you guys go through, what you see, what you, I mean, the, the evidence you have to see, unfortunately. To go out and get these people, I mean, it's got to cause a PTSD of sort, or can anyway. And it's it's so hard. You talk about your families. Families, I think, in law enforcement don't get the credit they deserve, just like the law enforcement doesn't. But there's no way you don't bring that home. It's just in, in the back of your mind, the things you see on a day-to-day basis. It's got to be hard to flip a switch when you walk in the door and say, hey, honey, I'm home. Been, right. a, been a great day at the office. Right. Yeah. I, I tell you, my wife's been wanting to go see, was it Sound of Freedom? It looks great. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure I want to because we, we live that yeah. every day. And that's, you know, supposed to be a heck of a movie. And I know my wife wants to see it. I just don't really know how I feel about it. One of the YouTube guys I follow a lot was talking about that very thing. He's like, man, if you want to support it, buy a ticket. He's like, 
He said, I, I bought plenty of tickets just to support it. He's like, but I don't want to see it. I don't want to see a movie about sex trafficking. I know it's happening. It's you happening. Know, you know, I, I know what's going on. He's like, I, I don't need to see the movie to, to confirm that, but I support them making it, and I, I can't believe they, they were able to get that movie released, to be honest. But, but yeah, people need to educate themselves on what's going on out here. And, uh, you know, you got a guy running for constable here that uh, is going to continue to do the great work he's doing and do it as constable. That's, that's right. Uh, that's Taco Johnson. It's going to be Taco Tuesday. Uh, August 8th. August 8th, Taco Tuesday, <laughs> District 3. In uh in Madison County, I like that. I, I tell you, that is that is a. I'm a marketing guy too. I, I love promotion and marketing, and all, I've been enjoyed watching these campaigns over the last few years since I've gotten plugged in. And this has been one of the more entertaining ones to see. You know, intelligent marketing people. It's it's, it's all in the name. You know, you got it. You might as well use it, right? That's that's right. You know, uh, I got some good advice to use the nickname, too, and I did. <laughs> hey, look, Richard Johnson's a good name, too. <laughs> I got some fun with that one. You know, so you got, you, got, you got blessed with several good nicknames, or real names and nicknames. <laughs> right. But when, when you do, when you talk about taking it home, um, the work, uh, that's one thing that, I, I'm actually good at not bringing it home um, because I have, like I said, I've got two daughters and every cases that I have worked, my children at some point in time have been in those age ranges of these children that I rescued. And I never substitute my child in for that child. I never, oh, what if that was my daughter? It's a cognitive effort, though. It's yes, it is. You have to work on it. It's you can't. It's sometimes hard to do it, but you have to do it for the good of your personal life. That's it, right. It, it's got to be. And I know that the, the divorce rate in law enforcement is what fifty percent or something really high like that. And it's because I mean, it's it's, it's got to be so hard to compartmentalize and not bring that stuff home. You know, and I tell people all the time, like, you, you, you have these interactions with law enforcement, and sometimes they, you don't feel like they were nice enough to you. Man, you don't know what they have been through today. Right. Let, let them do their dang job and go on about your business. And, and an example, when, you know, when I was on evening shift at the sheriff's department, you get off at 11 o'clock. Okay, that's when you go 10-7. Um, well, what if you were just in a car chase or uh an intense domestic that you just answered and you come home you you can't you can't pull the uniform off and be asleep by 1105 adrenaline does what it does yeah i I mean i would sit there and decompress in my recliner watch tv and there was sometimes it'd be one o'clock or even later before i could could wind down enough to be able to go to sleep but but a lot of people that uh families that that don't know that don't have anybody in law enforcement don't know what law enforcement officers go through now i did sign up for it and i'm not complaining because that's what i chose and and i wouldn't trade anything for the world for that i think that's a good point you know you've done it you've stuck with you've been 25 years now yes sir so you're at the point you could step away I could, but I've got two children that yeah. uh, have that need some insurance. <laughs> <laughs> How old are the kids? Uh, my oldest one is twenty, and uh, she's in college. And then my youngest is uh, going to be a senior at Germantown High School. Cool. So I mean, again, you're going you're going to be serving where you live, and I, I know technically everybody serves where they live the way the election laws work. Well, they're supposed to anyway. Right. And, uh, you know, there's some questions about some people around here, but. 
Uh, you ain't one of them. But my my family, uh, I, I've got deep roots here. My family has been here for over 120 years, and uh, and I'm not going anywhere. So uh, that's one reason I stepped up to uh, run for this position, to keep this community as safe as I can. You know, I, this is what I like about a law enforcement. If somebody that's a law enforcement here in the state, in the community, living in the community, you're stepping up, you're going to run. Win or lose, you're still going to be here working every day after the election. Correct. You know, so many times you see these guys, they kind of come out of nowhere, they run for these positions, they don't win, and you never see these people again. Right. You know, they're, 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 never, they're, not, they're not at the community functions anymore. They're not at the they're not at the Mama Hamill's lunch or the Rankin County breakfast, and they work the circuit, and then they, they go away, and you never see them again. It's like, well, did you really care, or were you just trying to get a job? You know, and I, I don't get that vibe from you at all. Right. You're going to be in the community, win, lose, or draw. So. I am. And uh, and also, I want to clarify, um, there's been maybe some confusion as to whenever I say that I'm going to continue to work child exploitation and educate, uh, uh, some people may believe that I will be a part-time constable. I will have to resign from my position with uh, – as a senior investigator from the Mississippi attorney general's office. And I will be a full-time constable, but the difference is, like I said earlier, not only will I be able to fulfill constable duties, but I bring something extra to the table. I will be able to continue to be in the community and uh, protect our children and work hand in hand with the sheriff's department. On, uh, and, and we will educate the uh, children, parents and teachers on internet safety. Well, I'm a huge fan of the I, I call it, refer to it like officer friendly programs, the you know, school resource officers, stuff of that nature, uh, police and law enforcement being in the schools, getting to these kids at a young age, you know, especially for these kids from a we'll say lower income areas who may be raised uh, with a different viewpoint on law enforcement because they don't get to know a personal law enforcement personally. They don't get to know somebody by name. I remember growing up, remember growing up in South Jackson and Byram and that area. There was a cop that was so hard on me. And uh, he's passed away now, but I'm so grateful that he was hard on me. And that was Brian McCurley with the uh, high Brown, sh- good guy. Yeah. And uh, had he not been as hard on me, and uh, you got one out there. I promise I won't ever say his name on the radio until he retires. But so I'll tell you off here, you got another one that's really hard on me that works for you now. And uh, if it wasn't for those guys, I'm telling you, I, I told you earlier, if it, if it wasn't for the corporal punishment my parents put me through, I'd be a, <laughs> I'd, if I wasn't dead, I'd be a felon at minimum. <laughs> You know, because I was determined. That's where you need good, good law enforcement people who ain't scared to wrap their arms around a kid. You give them that tough love. They may not even be getting at home. You know, and right. uh, you know, you talk about being in the schools. It made me think about that. And that's just dang important to me. And I like to see that somebody's willing to do that. And you know, if you say you're going to do it, people are going to hold you to it. So oh, I'm going to do it. It's important. I've I've dedicated uh, the last 14 years of my life to that. Uh, 25 years of law enforcement, 14 to specifically uh, protecting children. Yeah, uh, the resume speaks for itself. Let's take a break, come back, and uh, we'll land the plane for the day with Taco Johnson and Sheriff Randy Tucker. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Here in the studio with me, I've got Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker, and I've got constable candidate out there at District 3 in Madison, Richard Taco Johnson, he's going to be on the ballot. August, what is it? August 8th. August 8th. August, Tuesday, August 8th. Taco Tuesday. I love that, man. Uh, Taco, 
And Sheriff, I appreciate y'all coming in this morning. I've had a great time talking. I wish we could tell the off-air stories on air, but uh, that's the privilege of doing this, I guess. But uh, good stuff there, man. Uh, we'll have to, I had to, we'll have to come over and have a beer one night and hear all the hear all the twenty plus years of law enforcement <laughs> war stories. And uh, man, that's that's good. So I hope you write a book one day when you when you get done with all this. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess just in closing here, man, we got about four minutes left. Taco, let's recap a little bit. People in and out of their cars a good bit. Remind everybody who you are, what you're running for, and uh, all that fun stuff. Richard Taco Johnson. I'm running for, I'm a candidate in the August 8th Republican primary, running for Madison County Constable and a career law enforcement officer, uh, born and raised here. I have served at the Madison County Sheriff's Department, conservation officer, and currently a senior investigator with the Mississippi Attorney General's Office. Been there the last 14 years, and uh, I just want to running for a uh, constable and and want to come back and uh focus the uh last probably 12 years or so of my life on uh protecting and serving madison county and keeping uh keeping this community as safe as i can yeah so i, I you said district three so clearly you, you live in district three that'd be the lake carolina area yes sir. All, it, all that stuff it runs uh from the corner of the district is uh highway 22 and catlett road which is basically the corner of lake carolina and it runs all it runs down Catlett Road and has everything west of Catlett Road. And when you go down Stribling Road Extension to all the way to the interstate, it's got everything south of Stribling Road Extension, runs all the way down to Cypress Lake, and then it goes west. It has uh Lake Lorman, Lake Cavalier, uh Flora, west of Flora, Reunion, um Annandale, Whisper Lake, Johnstone, Devlin Springs, Hartfield, Ashbrook. Uh, it's it's very populated with residential. Uh, it, it is area. It, so. it is a lot of good folks live in that area. Yes, sir. A lot, lot of lot of good folks. And like I said, you've got the full support of of the sheriff here. He even decided Absolutely. to stay, stay here and do the show with us. This is a first for me. Got the, got a candidate and the sheriff at the same time. So that says a lot. It says yes, a lot. I've got some close friends who I know are supporting you out there in Madison County, and I, I trust what they say. And I, I look, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you this morning. Yes, sir. And the opportunity to get to know you, and <clears throat> I think Madison County will be in great hands with uh, Taco Johnson as constable in District Three. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and I just want to try to remind everybody to help me make August eighth Taco Tuesday. After you know. Uh, you got to get that in there. I got to get it in there. The sheriff beat me to it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I, look, it was on the tip of my tongue, too. I, I was over here at, say, is it, are the, yeah, all elections are on Tuesdays. What I was running through yeah. my head here. You know, it only happened maybe two or four years, depending on what it is. Anyway, I was like, Taco, Taco Tuesday, and the sheriff beat me to it. <laughs> and thank you, Clay, for your support of law enforcement, and not just that, but real talk radio. I mean, you know, putting the facts out there, good, bad, ugly. Uh, we appreciate you. Well, I appreciate what y'all do, and I, you know, I thought that it was something that I felt was kind of missing in the market. And I mean, there's some guys here who do great stuff at what they do, but uh, you know, this is something I wanted to do: is uh, mock and meme criminals and yeah. stupid people, and uh, <laughs> that's what we do a lot on this show. And and I think law enforcement appreciate that because y'all see it on the front lines every day. And uh, I don't think you get the credit you deserve. I, I, look, I've had bad run-ins with cops, but you know, I, I was an I was an a-hole. <laughs> when, I, when I when I quit being an a-hole. To cops guess what all right when i quit doing dumb stuff cops quit doing stuff to me guys i appreciate y'all looking Thank forward you. to it taco tuesday august 8th i will see y'all tomorrow here on the claver show
I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.